0: of July in the year of our Lord 2021 and it's just gone noon here in the UK. Um, I'm feeling really well and I think it might have something to do with uh, my gentleman, my co-host here of The Good Life, Mr Clive Carl Hello. Hello there. I don't know what you've done but I slept through the night last night completely like a baby, no waking up at three o'clock in the morning like I usually do. I mean, it used to be every hour and a half, I would be, bing, wide awake. But last night, I had the best night's sleep I can honestly say I probably had in... I don't know. Jack's going to be 16 tomorrow. And prior to that, I had Elise, who's now 20. So I'd say that was probably... The best night's sleep I've probably had since I was about 21 years of age. Uh, Sorry, in the the last 21 years. Clive.
1: Well, this is uh, very, very good news. It's excellent. And, of course, your health should be that much better, you know, for that very fact of sleeping.
0: I've got a spring in my step. So that hasn't happened in years.
1: So... um, I think probably what people want to know at this point is what you did and how much of it you did and how often and, you know, did you change your diet? What what did you do?
0: I haven't actually changed that much of the diet. I'm eating better food. I'm back working, thanks to you. I'm now doing a bit of stuff with Clive, getting him onto shows and promotions, but I'm working. So that is a huge relief. But then what I did, I got this amazing package come as I think it was around my birthday, um, of Clive DeKal products. And I'm not just saying this because Clive's on the show. They sent me a birthday present. And I've been sticking to it religiously. Clive's been on the phone to me a few times. Um, but I've been taking Clive's vitamin C, the magnesium, Clive, when I had my sciatica, which I'm sure a lot of friends and listeners knew, I, I, I suffered, had a really bad attack of sciatica. Clive sent me a great pot of magnesium, which I was taking. I took loads at the time. I was taking about four, three times a day, four magnesium tablets, three times a day, for the sciatica that was cleared. Um, i have taking the iodine religiously, as instructed. I'm doing the vitamin C. Obviously, I've always done my vitamin C and I've always done vitamin D. Uh, I'm taking the full vit minerals. Oh, Clive... That's selenium, I literally gag. That's what is it? is it? Is it, it's a fish oil? Is it? It's a, no,
1: no, no, It's oh. tongue oil. T U N G. It's it's a type of uh, nut actually. And um,
0: well, that's good. I haven't had a reaction because I've got a nut allergy.
1: Mm, Yeah. I know. Um, didn't think I'd meant want to mention it. No, before.
0: but that's great that I haven't had. <laughs> affected me. That's fine.
1: Yeah, well, uh, clearly there are families, you know, uh, uh, know, nuts are the most widely distributed sort of seed around, you know, so obviously you're not going to be allergic to uh, all nuts by by any means. And um, uh, it would be interesting to um, sort of have a really good look at which nuts which nuts don't work for you historically and have a look at the family and see what other ones are in it and which aren't.
0: Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I know Brazil nuts, peanuts, walnuts, those types, I'm terrible. Anyway, getting back to what I'm taking...
1: I, 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 let me just interrupt yeah, you. Sorry. It's worth noting that peanuts are a totally different species. They're, they're a ground nut, very different to tree nuts. So if peanuts are in there, could it be uh the, the 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 bad salt they're mixing with the peanuts could it be a flavouring? Could it be a common um, you know thing that they add to nuts? Conceivably, because as they you know peanuts shouldn't shouldn't have done it.
0: Right. Well, I know that I've had about when I was younger, three or four anaphylactic shocks. That was from peanuts. Full so, of anaphy- it, but the, the worst was the one I had recently, a couple of years ago, where I would gave my ex-partner a, a kiss bye-bye and he'd eaten a brazil nut an hour and a half before and that sent me into full-on I, I thought i was going to die
1: yes um so uh, could it be for instance the uh, toxins which grow on the surface of nuts including peanuts um mm. that there are various types of uh toxic molds and so on which uh you know nuts deteriorate quickly you know with with um heat and uh, moisture they can deteriorate and sort of you know, uh, uh, toxic uh, fungus and so on can grow on the outside it's just possible that that might be actually the the criminal involved
0: possibly possibly but let me get back to what i'm taking anyway so the selenium um and do you know what my hair feels a lot softer and like i'm not shedding as much hair every time i i brush my hair i don't know if that's anything to do with selenium well, um, i don't in, know
1: in fact people who are old enough will remember they used to sell a selenium based shampoo 40 50 years ago maybe they still do and its big selling point is is how selenium stops dandruff and you know, improves the luster of people's hair so oh. you know, that fact has been known for a long time
0: oh right well i i, uh, can, I can confirm it
1: well, good. I had a couple of people uh, contact me in the last couple of weeks. One of them said that when they started taking uh, the selenium, their hair colour came back and they completely overnight stopped the desire to, to uh, drink excess quantities of red wine. In fact, they decided they didn't want to drink red wine ever again, um, which was a, she said was a good thing for her. Um, all sorts of quite interesting things happening with selenium. For, for me, the thing that I noticed was that I'd got age spots like my grandmother had. And, you know, those sort of brown liver spots, and they're sometimes called, people get them particularly on their hands and- I've
0: got, I've got two on my hands, actually. Yeah.
1: Well, so as you take more selenium, see if they go away. Um, mine have 95% gone away. Wow,
0: and how much do you take a day of the selenium?
1: I don't. Um, uh-huh. I maybe will take ten drops, maybe once every at the moment, maybe once every week or something.
0: Right. Um, okay. I should continue because I'm doing two drops of them more. I mean, if, oh, oh, if they could do anything to improve that taste,
1: yes, um, um, or, it's difficult. You know, I've talked to the manufacturer at length about this. Surely this, surely that, <laughs> and that um, he won't deviate from the original formula that was created, you know, 40 something years ago. And it was very strict as no dilution. You know, this is the way that it works best.
0: I mean, I mean we can cope with it. I mean, it's uh, just like a temporary two drops in your mouth uh, for a minute and then you're fine.
1: So. So, so generally speaking, two drops is actually more than you need. Uh-huh. Um, two drops every three days if if you're of normal sort of average height or weight two drops every three days but you don't have to do it every day um you know I i i tend to take 10 drops uh just in one hit and
0: what can be be, but can i harm myself at the moment just while i'm doing like a a booster thing because i i'm getting myself sorted out you know yes i failed during lockdown
1: yeah, one of the things about this particular type of liquid selenium, targeted selenium it's called, um, is that it is non-toxic. And um, you know, if you look up online, it'll say selenium su- supplements are toxic over a certain uh, amount. And while that might be true of certain types of selenium compounds, it's not in, in, in this case.
0: Okay, fantastic. So along with the selenium, the fulvic minerals... The iodine, the magnesium, <laughs> vitamin C. I've got some zinc we're taking as well. And the newest thing that I've introduced last week was MSM. And do you know what? I think that's the culprit that's just finishing the whole package off. I think that was the hidden connector. To everything. So before we go on, because I know we, we're going to touch on um, various subjects today, before we go into the show, Clive, what's MSM? What's it all about? And um, what's it useful? for?
1: Uh, MSM is called monosulfonomethane. And that's a sort of fancy way of, of saying it's a form of sulfur. Now, sulfur's in eggs, in liver. Sulfur is in cruciferous vegetables. It's in um, garlic, in spades. It, 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 you know, garlic, onions, leeks, loads, loads in there. Uh, it's in ginger. You know, quite, quite a number of foods are sulfur-rich. And, you know, sulfur springs, you know, people would go to the hot springs that were, that were sort of sulfur baths, and they would have all sorts of beneficial effects on the body in, in general. And um, uh, MSM is... Uh, Made from pine trees, it, it was discovered that the, paper, the people working in the paper pulp industry, who uh, had had their arms, hands, and arms knee deep in this paper pulp in in the manufacturing process, turning the the pine trees into paper, uh, were incredibly healthy. And people who came with you know perhaps arthritis or something, uh, they they seemed to be being cured, and it was soon realized that it was the sulfur, simple sulfur. And um, from the tree process, they made two products. One is called DMSO and one is MSM. And they're both the same thing, but in different forms. DMSO is extraordinary because the first time I got some about 15 years ago, uh, I was expecting a liquid and um, uh, I found a solid in a bottle. And I said, it, it's solid. What's gone wrong? So no, it's, not. it's well. It is solid, but it's frozen. It'll it'll freeze way above normal room temperature. If you add one drop of water to the hundred percent stuff, it immediately goes from the ice form to liquid form. And anyway, wow. it's, an yeah, it's an extraordinary material. But it has a risk, um, which is also one of its greatest properties. And that property is that it will dissolve almost anything, and it will, if you put it on the skin, it will, you know, DMSO itself is is sort of harmless, you might say, but it will carry whatever's mixed with the DMSO into the skin. So let's say you wanted to rub in some DMSO because you had a sore knee and you decided you put some rubber gloves on to do it. The DMSO would dissolve the rubber gloves and now you would have rubber gloves going around your bloodstream.
0: Oh, no.
1: So... It's fine if you know what you're doing and you've got clean hands and and you don't put your trousers on after you've just rubbed it on your knee because of the lycra, it'll dissolve the lycra. Yeah. So I don't recommend DMS just because of the risk factor, but I know lots of people who do and have fabulous results, but MSM, it's sort of a friendlier cousin is dead easy to use. Um, It's, uh, you'll you'll love it because it tastes not quite as disgusting it's
0: fine it's fine
1: that's oh, right oh that's good that's yeah, good so i'm
0: taking it every day is that right
1: absolutely it is. and it's it's a question of finding uh if if it's affecting you positively absolutely you know, I. I
0: don't know if it's that but that's the extra thing that i put in
1: so so, so the the thing is then to uh adjust the dose play with it a bit because you could you you know you some people find that one teaspoonful is great, other people like two tablespoonfuls um okay. it's one of those things where you can experiment a little bit um to, does it make a difference you know so many people notice m s m as you as you it looks like have it's it's you know some people don't terribly notice or it takes a while, and then some things you know magnesium m s m yeah uh, some people notice it really fast and um as uh, you know you know I think from the horse world, MSM is, is really a common supplement that they give horses, race horses also yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah pain relief and uh, you know performance benefits, energy you know it makes the horses run faster.
0: yeah well I'm feeling great so Thank you, Clive. Um, okay let's go on with today's show. Where are we going? What are we talking about? We, You did mention um, a lady, and I did have a look into her, and she seems uh, pretty incredible, this lady. Her name's uh, a Diane Kaiser.
1: Well, exactly. I was listening to her uh, talking to my friend John Bergman, who is also incredibly fantastic and worth looking into. Anyway, she said something remarkable. She said that uh, a survey uh, of American women... Uh, showed that 96% of women don't think that they're beautiful.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I mean, and so 96% of women don't think they're beautiful. That's just yeah. wrong. Tragic. Absolutely. So what has gone wrong with, Amer- with American women's minds or their eyes or whatever, that they're not seeing reality? Because you ask most men how many women are beautiful, and some might say, well, uh, they're all beautiful. It's not It's not on the surface anyway. You know, you, you can get all sorts of answers, which if only women heard what men say about them, they'd feel much better about themselves. You know, most men that I know uh, don't like women with makeup. They prefer it without, but if asked by a woman, some of them will lie because it seems to make the woman happy. <laughs> uh, you know, so... Um, what Diane Casey said, which I thought was also impressive, was that what it is, is toxic shame that, you know, we're, if we get ill, we're damaged by poor nutrition, toxic poisoning, you know, the air and so on, but we're also poisoned by toxic shame. If 96% of women don't think they're beautiful, that means they're they're feeling ashamed about themselves and their bodies. I mean, ashamed. We were, you know, that, I, I've
0: been there, Clive, so I, I, I understand that.
1: I've well, actually I, I, al- been there. Al- almost everybody has, to a certain degree, at some point, I mean, people who are eating the normal diet can't expect to have a body of Superman or Superwoman uh, because they're not putting in the food that we ought, or of the quality that we ought to be receiving. So, So, yeah, toxic shame. Um, And so what people do to deal with the toxic shame is they turn towards toxic beauty. So they turn towards things like makeup, things like Botox. And it turns out that Botox is one of the most deadly toxins on the planet. And people are injecting it into a small area of their body, but of course it travels. They may be told that it doesn't, but it does. And so... For for the benefit of beauty, people are injecting you know toxics sort or of botulism type bacteria in, into themselves. I mean, what are, what are they thinking? It's crazy. And uh, so what what else they're doing? Well, they're doing breast implants. I mean, most of the people early on were never told that the breast implant wouldn't last forever. They didn't know that after ten years they'd have to have it taken out and changed. That's assuming it didn't burst because they never tested them. Mm.
0: I don't understand what's wrong with people with this fake stuff. I mean, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. The fake, the fake tits, the fake nails, the fake eyelashes. I mean, it's just, it's nothing. It's not real. And you're quite right with the whole makeup thing. I mean, I I don't wear any makeup anymore. I might put a bit of eyeliner on. Many years ago, back in the day, you know, going out clubbing whack it all on and you're right blokes actually don't like it (laughs) they don't like it at all but women think they do and um but you know when you're kids it's you know you want to be grown up you're gonna my daughter was terrible with the amount of makeup the eyebrow story i mean it used to be ridiculous she used to paint on these eyebrows and i mean they look like she just stuck two slugs over her eyes so I totally get what you're saying with the makeup that you know, it's, it's, it's real, it's true, it's natural. You can't call somebody beautiful when they're just covered because you don't know what's underneath.
1: So, you know, on on top of that, on on a less scary level, people are getting into the shower or the bath, and the pores of their skin are opening wide, and they're rubbing. Toxic shampoos and so on right into their bloodstream, right into where the brain hangs out. I mean, they're not thinking what they're putting on. So, you know, if you wouldn't eat your cosmetic, if you wouldn't eat it, yum yum, uh, don't put it in your body or on your skin. You you put it on thick cream onto your hands. uh, Where's it gone in a couple of minutes? Well, into your bloodstream, into your heart, your brain, wherever it's going to travel to. So we've got to realize that the people who are ill and I don't know what percentage of the population have got some illness or rather 90%, I, I've no idea, but um, the ones who are poisoning themselves, not just what they eat or what they drink or what they think or what they do, but with what they're putting on in their bodies it, with cosmetics. I mean, think about soap, right? Now, um, where does the cheap soap come from? Well, I mean, some of it, as you know, comes from animal fat and so on. But there's another source which people don't think about, and that is the sewage works, because how the sewage works sort of makes a bit of extra cash on the side is that they skim off what they can skim off, and the big one is fat. So uh, it, they go through a process called soapification, where they sell uh, you know, the fat from feces, uh, to um, the soap industry. Really? Really.
0: Oh, my Lord.
1: So uh, the thing is, we, we all have to wake up to the fact that for, for profit, corporations will do anything, anything for money. Yeah.
0: It's tragic. So what do people do? What's the right soap? I mean, they could make soap at home, can't they?
1: Uh, well, yes. it And there are thousands of videos i'm sure on youtube telling you exactly how to do it with the nicest most natural ingredients and 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 so on so you know our ancestors have been making soap for a long time and shampoos you know uh, let's say your great 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 granny wanted to make uh a shampoo she probably would have gone out to the garden might have looked around what's in season with some rosemary that makes a good shampoo some rose petals that makes a nice smell some lavender that would be good you know and uh, they would take uh, some sort of uh, oil or fat to uh, possibly, or they might not. They might just have, if, well, if they have aloe vera around, uh, they might um, uh, have taken taken that and mixed mixed with it. Um, it's a long time since I've thought about how you'd make shampoo. Sorry, just dumping this Nevertheless, you could have eaten it. Yes, yeah. you know. You, you could have crushed up some sunflower seeds. Well, you know, if you could put it on your salad, you could probably put it on your head. That's right, what I'm getting at. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Fantastic. So
1: we need to look at everything. Is this poisoning us or not? Because everybody is poisoned. And we're tough. We're human beings. We can take quite a bit of poisoning. But after a while, it gets too much, particularly if you've got, say, a metal filling in your mouth. You know, that, that's serious poisoning because if you brush your teeth and a little tiny. <sighs> sort of mercury comes off, it is in no way weakened and carries on round and round the body, killing every cell it meets. I, I think after 25,000 years, it's all right.
0: Bloody hell. Yeah. Because, they, I mean, they are put there. Do they still do mercury fillings after all the studies? Uh, how bad it was do they still put them into people's teeth
1: um i believe i may be wrong they may have stopped it now but up until very recently the nhs uh gave those yes and
0: now i remember go on sorry clive
1: no no i was just saying insanity
0: yeah it totally insanity. I mean, I remember you did a talk. I don't know if it was one of Ian's talks or whatever you gave um you gave some real truth about root canal treatment and if you've had root canal and what are the dangers so just for the benefit of new people like listening who weren't like following us like nine ten years ago. Can you just give us? I'm sorry for dumping this on you. Um, can you talk a little bit about root canal and what, how dangerous and why it's so dangerous? Because I yeah. do think that's something that people need to need to be reminded of, Clive.
1: Uh, well, I completely agree. It, you know, dental procedures are the most dangerous surgery in the world, possibly, uh, particularly root canal surgery. Now, let me try and explain no surgeon in the world would ever leave dead tissue in the body right you you, they know you have to take any dead tissue out of the body otherwise it's going to be septicemia sepsis and you know the person's probably going to die so they're scrupulous about that but there's one type of surgeon which ignores this and that's the dental surgeon if they do root canals so the idea is that what used to happen what should happen is if the tooth is is not in it can't be saved it needs to be pulled the roots have to come out and it's a sad state of affairs but you know primitive people before dentists and before modern food didn't have cavities and, and this is proven many times over it's only modern food and nutrient deficiency and so on that's caused human beings to have cavities it doesn't normally happen. and You can regrow a cavity if it's happened just that day. But the root canal story is that instead of pulling the tooth, the surgeon says, look, I'm very, very clever. And what I'm going to do with my micro tools is we're going to take out uh, all of the roots. We're going to cut the nerve. So don't worry about pain. There'll be no pain. going to cut the nerve and we're going to get out almost all the roots. There may be some little teeny tiny bits left, but don't worry about that. And then with that, they can uh, rebuild a a tooth on top, which they couldn't do if they'd actually pulled the whole thing. So what happens is that you're very happy. The dentist is very happy. So they've made quite a lot of money for a very short, not that difficult procedure. And um, if they do make a mistake they drill too deep well it's not them that has to live with the consequences so everybody's happy for a while and then what can happen is that the patient might be running their finger along their gum line and suddenly there's a little swollen bit of gum and they think oh, that's weird there isn't any pain it's a bit swollen but there's no pain so ignore it and um then sometimes people can get uh, pain in part of their jaw. Uh, people can get referred issues from what's really happening. It, that swelling, of course, it, is like a huge inflammation. If the nerve hadn't been cut, you'd be screaming in agony with something like that. But they cut the root nerve, and the nerve of the tooth, and so you can't feel it. Now, so you can ignore that for a long time so you can't feel it where it's you're poisoning the whole of your bloodstream the whole rest of your body can be now being damaged by this emergency situation and normally the pain would make you pay attention but you're not paying attention and from that point that point people can get illnesses of any type you can name some of the ones that might kill you and you know many an issue has been put in reverse when uh, a non-psychopathic dentist, uh, one who practices least invasion, least unnatural procedures and so on, some natural type dentist who safely removes the mercury or pulls pulls the root canal tooth. And there are thousands of videos of people saying the moment it happened Whatever, whatever it was got better, you know, really, really rapid. So dent, dentists, unfortunately, have been poorly educated, let's be nice to them, and have been accidentally damaging people's health more than almost anybody.
0: There are some decent dentists around. I know we've got Dr. Zach who works alongside, uh, does a lot with Dolores Carhill and uh, the Frontline Doctors. Um, who you're due to speak to i do believe soon um you know there there are some good organic kind of dentists but they are pretty f- few and far between aren't they
1: um well I, unfortunately it does appear they are few and far between i've got a um excuse me i've got a call in which is going to be uh in a few weeks time with a natural dentist and uh what we want is for people who've got dental questions that can wait a month um to write in you know questions like you know what do you think about root canals what should i do which what type of implant is better or should i have an implant or what are the you know, any questions he wants to answer because he's angry with quite a few dentists who are calling themselves biological dentist natural dentist whatever it is and they're not they're cashing in on this fancy name because everybody's looking for a biodynamic dentist or whatever, whatever they're calling themselves right people are urgently looking for healthy ones and some of the crooks are uh, cashing in on that yeah. fact
0: it's tragic I mean it's tragic I mean half of the I mean, yes, we do have the NHS for, you know, I mean, I do have asthma and regardless, as I'm sure I could cure my asthma, but it's gone to a point now, it's psychological. If I don't have it, I won't take my inhaler, barely take it. But if I don't have it, I start wheezing. And it's so, totally so psychological, but I can't get over that now because I've had an inhaler with me all the time. But you do have to think that people say, yeah, cherish the NHS, cherish the NHS. But at the end, we just get what we get with the NHS. It's free. We can't complain. You've got to shut up. Now, in America, where they have to pay for their health care, in, in, in a lot of cases, <laughs> um, people tend to look after themselves a bit better because they have to pay for it you know, as you've often correctly stated, Clive, that you buy a Jaguar, brand new XJS or whatever they are now, the top of the range, you're not going to go and put in the crappiest diesel flu, you know, the, the crappiest oil, like moping oil, you're going to preserve it. So the car will last longer and run longer. And that was why putting the best stuff in it. Now, if people could use that Idea with their health because again, as you have said, and that these are all your quotes, I'm quoting. Um, you know, people go and spend thousands of pounds to insure their car, but they won't invest that into their health. And I think we're in that mindset because we've all grown up with the NHS and our healthcare being free. I think it would be a very, very different set of scenarios, Clive. If people did have to pay for their healthcare, they would they would be more alert as to what they're putting into their body. I mean, I could be you could tell me I'm going completely off course. I could be joining the dots incorrectly, but how I'm seeing it from your comments, that that's we've just been inbred with free healthcare. We, you know, um, bred with it. It's been there all the time. The well, NHS. So we're not going to get the best because it's going to be given free to the people, is it?
1: But there's an assumption prior to that uh, is that you need to be ill. People accept that they're going to need wheelchairs and they're going to get cancer and they, they just accept it these days. But this is all rubbish. The fact that the NHS needs to exist, uh, 90, 95% of it anyway, is is a myth anyway. It's a self-perpetuating machine which, which creates illness and sells drugs and yeah. is da- damaging. The emergency room guys can be fa- fabulous and there are a few exactly. doctors but doctors aren't allowed to recommend broccoli or you know anything that's off you know, they have they have to re- recommend drugs if they if they don't recommend the right drugs or the right surgery they can get struck off for disobeying the rules
0: insanity i mean we, we haven't even touched on what we we're going to talk about but i quite like this just open conversation so maybe Next week we'll pick up on what we were due to talk about, um, which was links to autism. But I just I want to stay on this subject, Clive, if you don't mind. Um, I know you spoke to Dolores Carhill, which I am going to do, listeners, this week. It's just she's had an election and she was shut out of court. She was shut out of the counting. She wasn't allowed to go in and view the counting. They they banned her. That's another story. Um, but Nuremberg, over all of this hoax, scandemic, whatever you want to call it, can you see Nuremberg 2.0 happening eventually? Uh,
1: Well, very much so. I mean, the biggest news that's come out this week that I'm aware of is from Dr. Martin Martin. uh, and the discoveries of the patent chain back to 2003 or something, showing that this thing has is, is never been a novel virus. It's all been planned for almost 20 years. And the patents, the trail, the smoking gun is there more than it ever was before.
0: Absolutely. And then the people have got to be, st- uh, be held accountable. They have got to be held accountable for what is going on. You know, the, the whole vaccine thing is just getting absolutely out of control it really Love is the, idea. It, the damages i got a response by the way clive sorry you know i put in that freedom of information I, but i sent it to the cabinet office um to find out how many pilots had had adverse uh, the vaccine caused adverse uh, reaction or effects and possible deaths to. Well, the reply came back from the cabinet that they haven't got, they're not privy to that information or something. Like, Hang on, you're the cabinet office. And to write to the Department of uh, Health and Social Care. So I've resent that off to see what they come back with. Right. So I don't know what you think there, but you think there will be, that, 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 you know, what is going on at the moment is totally criminal with this push of this forced vaccination. I mean, how are they going to do the vaccine passports that everyone's worried about? I keep going on saying yeah, it's not going to happen. Vaccine passports are not going to happen because rumours coming in that the government are in talks with various insurance companies because they're saying they won't, um, they won't insure pilots who've had the COVID vaccine. So how are the vaccine passports going to work if people want to go away on holiday but they have to have the vaccine? How's that going to work?
1: Uh, well, they want to introduce the Chinese social credit system, so they'll 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 do their utmost to find a way. They, they may may not call it a vac- anything to do with vaccines anymore. But the the the, the game now the game is up that what they've been trying to do is to addict people to the vaccinations that. Uh, I see. so. Um, people have got to watch Dr. David Martin and Rainer Fulvich to get the uh, get, yeah. get the full picture. But hopefully, you can put a link so where I, will I will do. I will do, Clive. Very, absolutely. very important.
0: Yeah, it, it really is um, fantastic. So, um, what interviews and that have you got coming up? Because you're now working for the, you're now doing the stuff for the light. Um, Darren's absolutely delighted. Uh, with your with your your permanent column in the light newspaper, um, what else have you got going on? Have you got any exciting interviews and that coming up?
1: Good question. Sorry, uh, you haven't got the diary I, I, in front I, of you. I'm, I do
0: know you're you You've now got a monthly slot on the Pete Santini show over in the states.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, I'm I'm going out tomorrow on Crow Triple Seven.
0: Oh, fantastic. Oh, that should be a really good show. I'm looking forward to that. So that's it. And where do they find him? Just on YouTube, is Crow?
1: No, no, no. Um, he doesn't put mine on YouTube because he doesn't want to get to, to me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I don't think he's even bothering with, with YouTube anymore. But if, if you put in Crow777, um, presumably.com, you'll find it.
0: Okay, fantastic super He's
1: very good he, he interviews some very interesting people i think
0: oh i'll have to i'll see if you come on and do a show with me one day maybe yeah maybe three of us can do it be great um okay so next week clive can we talk about what i wanted to talk about this week i was just looking over um some old av footage actually from the late our dear friend the late ian crane from some of his AV and um, you spoke. How many events did you talk at Clive?
1: Well, I first met Ian uh, probably, it was in London at an event.
0: Was that a brick lane? That's where I first met you.
1: Exactly. That's where I first met Ian then.
0: Fantastic. And that's where I first met, that's where we obviously met, I I met through Ian. So, incredible so how many that's you did that event there with him and you did a couple of avs as well didn't you uh
1: just the one av but over the years you know we'd we'd rock up to the same event you know often in you know like a marquee in a field somewhere you know yeah yeah those those sort of events uh but uh you know so we you know I, i heard him talk several times and he probably Uh, me maybe as
0: well well no i was what it was i was just watching one of the av events and you gave a fantastic you i think it was only just part of your talk but you started going on about um about autism and it was absolutely fascinating because the minute we say autism nowadays we immediately think oh child's been vaccinated and there are children that are still getting born with autism even though their parents haven't uh you know, haven't had them vaccinated. So I would really like to pick up on that next week, if that's okay with you.
1: Yeah, well, sure. You know, I mean, a lot of children are being born because mum got um, uh, vaccinated and they just passed it through.
0: Exactly, exactly. So that's where I kind of want to go next week. Uh, Anyone's got any questions, please send them over to me. You can send them to me at Facebook uh go to new collins radio show and just send me a message in there if you've got any questions or you can always email info at dot uk. and obviously all of clive's products and clive's videos the silk health club are all at clive DeKarl.com. and i'm truly truly saying and it's not this isn't any some sort of like some free advert for clive i had the best night's sleep and woke up literally sprung out of bed and uh ask my kids if that happens very often <laughs> and uh, they'll tell you the truth no doubt about it um, but it's Clive's magic products are doing something anyway so um, I can highly recommend everybody get over to Clive's and uh, just invest in your health so you're gonna go and buy a couple of bottles of wine what have you well go and buy some magnesium some vitamin c and some msm Add some selenium and just experience that taste, but just think it's all in the aid of being of goodness. So Clive, thank you.
1: Thanks very much. It dude. wasn't really
0: a structured show today. It was just like a coffee table chat, but I liked it. So we will be back next week as always at noon. I'm going to be on the Pete Santini show uh, tomorrow from 3pm, probably just for a half an hour weekly slot of the roundup of the news in the uk and clive's going to be on there once a month giving his health tips so um and obviously crow777.com uh for clive tonight on the crow show that's it lukehollins.uk we'll be back next week
1: thank you it's 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 tomorrow night not tonight
0: oh is it let's do redo that then okay that's it so Clive's going to be oh stop Collins wait okay well that's it for today we'll be back next week Clive's going to be on as I say Pete Santilli on Sunday that's midnight in the UK poor Clive's got a late one um I'm appearing on the Pete Santilli show tomorrow that's 3 p.m. UK time I'm on the morning show and that'll be once a week and uh, Clive's going to be on the Crow Show tonight. Uh, so check out Crow No, 7. I'm not.
1: Tomorrow night. Oh, for God's
0: sake. <laughs> This isn't too much. Hey, my head's all clear. <laughs> okay, so Clive's. No, let's start again. Okay, so that's it for this week. Clive will be on the Crow 777 show tomorrow. Um, not sure what time, but if you go to Crow777.com, I'm sure. It will all be up there. The podcast must be uploaded sometime throughout the day. I'll be on the Santilli Show tomorrow at 3 p.m. You can watch that on Facebook Live. Or if you go to pete-santilli.mobi. I think you can find out all the different platforms Pete Santilli Show is on. I'll be on there from 3 p.m. for about half an hour and Clive will be on there on Sunday from midnight. We'll be back next week with the Good Life Health Show. If you'd like to sponsor, support, advertise... On the platform, please get in touch at lukecollins.uk. Thank you so much. Bye. Say bye, Clive.
1: Bye. i
2: 25 years and my life is still Trying to get up there that- Get up